0: Proverbs chapter 1, Proverbs chapter 1, Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 20. Wisdom crieth without, she uttered her voice in the streets. She cried in the chief places of concourse, and in the openings of the gates in the city, she uttered her words, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scornful scorning, and in fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproach, behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught all my counsel and with none, with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hateth knowledge and did not choose to fear of the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight. Lord, just touch us just for this brief moment. Help us to be what we need to be. Father, we'll praise you and glorify you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Can I say to you all tonight uh, that our, our, our nation and our society today is almost like they have taken a crazy pill. Many years ago, we have gotten away from this book right here, and now I believe that we have gotten to the point where God is not crying anymore, but He's laughing. He's laughing. Preaching on this thought tonight when God laughs, it's no laughing matter. I could stand here and tell you joke after joke, and you laugh until tears run down your cheeks. Laughter is defined as the source of fun and an amusement. And the Bible said that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Hey, I I love to laugh. I love to have fun. I love to have a good time. I had an uncle. He's passed away now, but he was a jokester. He pulled a lot of jokes, told a lot of things. And when I was younger, I didn't know whether to believe him or not. We was walking down a dirt road, him and me and my brother, and, and he lagged behind, and he, he got a hold of a balloon that had a sheet over it and hooked it to my brother. And as we going down this dirt road and down in the road there, and he turned around, and went, oh Lord, and turned around, Timmy little around, and just beat foot back to the house of that balloon and that sheet running right after him. He told me, said I want to teach you how to, how to turkey hunt. I said, okay, teach me how to turkey hunt. So we went out with the shotguns. He says, "Listen here, this is what you need to do." He says when you that tom comes up to you and and you get that clear shot, you've got to raise that gun and you got to shoot and you got to be quick. I said, "Wow, I got to be quick. Well, I need to be quick." He says, "My grandpa told me uh, when he, when I was a kid uh, uh, that I had to be quick to catch a turkey." So when I was out with him that Tom came by, I raised that gun and shot and I knew I had to be quick and I ran and grabbed that turkey by the neck and about that time the buckshot hit me in the butt. I said, I'm not that quick. <laughs> but he loved to pull jokes, he loves to tell them. And, and, and laughter is good for our souls. Laughter is good. I love to laugh. I love to have a good time but we see here in our text the truth is when God laughs ain't nothing funny. We can take our phones out this evening and look at videos of people falling down, uh, uh, fainting and uh, goats fainting, dogs and cats fighting, and we can laugh so long that our jaws will hurt. Ain't nothing funny when God laughs. When God is moved to the point of laughter, it's after he has cried, it's after that he has pleaded, and he has given given all and given and given and given chance after chance after chance, and still no man regardeth. Can I suggest to you tonight that you do not want to hear the laughter of God? The text tells us when your fear cometh as destruction, and your uh, desolation and your destruction cometh as whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they shall call upon me, and I will not answer. Verse 26 I also will laugh at their calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. God is holy. God, God is love, He's gracious to the time, He's righteous in His ways, He is compassionate throughout, but there is coming a time that God will not have the patience no more. There is coming a time that God will laugh at your calamity, your destruction, and your destillation Today, many mock God. One day they'll hear God laugh. We see here in Proverbs 1, we see God's laughing. But, but why is God laughing? Why is God asked me, I said, Why is God laughing? Three quick reasons, and we'll go home. First, in verse 24, because I have called, and you refused, and have stretched out my hand, and no man regardeth. He's laughing at total regard. Total disregard of what God has called to do. Total disregard of the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit begins to call and draw men to Himself and drawing them to Jesus, and yet they say, No, we don't want no part of God. We don't want no part of Jesus. We want no part of the Holy Spirit. We don't want no part of the church. And we certainly don't want no part of your Bible. We don't want God's goodness. We don't want God's holiness. The Bible said they disregarded. And one day God will laugh at them. Because man has no thoughts of him, no desires to sink him. Because man is content with his sinful ways. God laughs at those that do not look to him. God laughs at those that did not learn of him. God laughs at those that do not make him the Lord of their life. God has given a universal call I I, I don't care what the Calvinists believe they're the frozen chosen as far as I'm concerned I believe that Jesus died for every man, woman, boy and girl in this world it's not the matter of your color or your race or your standings. It's not how rich or poor you are. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Bible said whosoever call upon his name shall be saved. Who will let him come and drink of the water of life freely. Can I say you, God has given a call to this world today, and that call is still going out today, to come to Jesus, to come to the light, and yet man has disregarded the call of God, that universal call gone worldwide. And those that disregard the call will hear the laughter of God, and when God laughs, it ain't no laughing matter. We see in verse 20 and 25, thinkers in defiance. Verse 20, wisdom cryeth without. She uttered her voice in the streets. She cried in the chief place of concourse in the opening of the gates in the city. She's uttered her words, saying, how long, you simple ones? Will you love simplicity and scorn delight in their scorning? fools hate knowledge verse 25 but you have set at naught at all my counsel and would none of my reproof these are those that think those that are in defiance they tried to disprove God and God's word. Uh, it's in their own human elect. Uh, uh, those that tell us God is not real. Uh, that they have a worldly knowledge, but they have no heavenly vi- uh, wisdom at all. Those that are educated to think and don't think eternally. Those are too smart to seek salvation. The Bible said that one day God will laugh at them. Bible says in Psalms 14.1, the fool said it in his heart, there is no God. Some, uh, Paul said in Romans, professing themselves to be wise, they become fools. I, I, I preached on the Titanic before. And, and, and at one of the entranceways of the Titanic, it had a sign over it that the owner put up and it, it looked at me and I, I looked at it and I thought, man, that's something you shouldn't do. But he looked at, he put a sign over one of the entrances that says, even God cannot sink this ship. you trying God. you tempting God. And here all these years later, where is that ship at today? It's at the bottom of the sea. God can't sink this ship. God laughs ain't nothing funny. Those that are in higher education and our colleges and all trying to make a mockery of God trying to make a mockery of the Bible those that mock us because we believe and plan our life and I raise our families in church and on the principles of this King James Bible those thinkers in defiance one day they're going to hear the laughter of God when God laughs, it ain't no, nothing funny. Those that turn away from his deliverance, verse 23, turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known my words unto you, verse 29, for they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of God. We find here God laughing at those who reject his deliverance. You see, we're all sinners. The Bible says, Wherefore, as one man is sinned into the world, and the death by sin, so death pass upon all men, for we all have sinned. The Bible says, For we all sin and come short of the glory of God. There's not a man, there's not a woman, boy or girl, that came into this world without sin. We're conceived in sin, birthed in sin, raised in sin. Our nature is nothing but sinful. And we're sinners by choice. But praise God... (laughs) When I could not help myself, when I could not save myself, uh, the Savior him, uh, from glo- uh, glory land robed himself in the flesh and came to this world and went to the cross and died and on the third day rose again. He made a way for me. Now he has given a call to all of us, a call of deliverance. That whosoever cometh to him shall have everlasting life. For man to reject the gift of God, salvation is a gift. It's not based on your works, it's not based on your baptism, it's not based on your church membership. It's based on what God had done at the Calvary. You can come to church every time the door is open. You hear preaching every time the door is open, but you still got to have that relationship with God. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I think it was, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, and God showed him how that cup that he was about to drink and he looked in that cup and he saw the agony that he had to go through. He saw the cross. He saw the pathway that he had to travel. He saw the beating. He saw the mocking. He saw the rejection. He saw him being nailed to the cross. And Jesus even then said, If it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. He, he knows what's going to happen, he knows what he's facing. Let this cup pass from me. But not my will. Thy will be done. I'm so glad he died upon the cross and rose on the third day. There is only one way to heaven and that is through Jesus Christ. The Bible talks about him being the door, uh, the door of the sheep. That means uh, in the old times when the storms would rise up, they'd herd the sheep to the uh, to caves and stuff. And, and it was a cave, it only had one entrance. And what the shepherd would do, he would lay himself at the door that sheep could not come in or go out, and nothing else could come in. Can I tell you this evening, Jesus is our door? He's keeping those that want to come in to destroy. He says, You can't come in. Amen. He's keeping us safe. But yet there are people in the church today that think they can go another way. They think they can do it by themselves. There are those that heard the gospel preach and the word of God, and yet they have turned away from the deliverance that is offered from sin, the death and hell. And one day that rejection, they're going to hear God laugh. And when God laughs, there's no laughing matter. Psalms 2 and 1, why do the heathens rage? Why do the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth set themselves at the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast their accords from them. He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in the wrath and vex them in the sword of pleasure. The Bible teaches throughout the scripture the uh, the love of God. It's shown in Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. God loves us. For those that reject His Son, for those that reject the sacrifice, for those that reject the suffering, for those that reject His salvation, for those that turned away from the cross, one day they will hear the laughter of God. He's going to laugh at their calamities. And when God laughs, ain't nothing funny. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation. If you reject Christ, there is no escape. People ask me, well, why do you preach about sin all the time? Why do you preach about hell? Why do you preach about the cross? I can't think of anything better to preach about. Sin what sends you to hell. Hell what, uh, what kills is death eternally. And the cross is the only thing that can get you out of that. It's gotten so bad in our country, we even have to laugh at it sometimes ourselves. Killing babies. Now you can almost kill them right after birth. You don't want it, you can have it killed now. Sin promoted on every street corner, everywhere you turn. Everything now is accepted other than holiness and righteousness. I'm telling you one day, this country, this country, Going to hear the laughter of God. And when God laughs, ain't nothing funny. Psalms 37:12. The wicked plotted against the just and gnashed upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that this day is coming. The Lord laughs at the wicked and those that have turned away. The reason why the Lord laughs at them because He knows the future. He sees the future. You say, well, God is all things. God is everywhere. It doesn't matter. God is, God is in the past. God is in present. God is in the future. God is everywhere. He knows what's coming ahead. He knows what you're facing. He's made a way for you to escape it. Malachi 1. Behold, the day cometh and shall burn as ovens. And all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall stumble, and the day that cometh they shall burn up like uh, burn up, saith the Lord of hosts. They shall leave them neither rooted nor branch. But unto you that fear my name, unto you that fear my name shall the Son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. You, you can go to Revelation chapter twenty, and you read this. And this account has been shown in Revelation chapter one. The sea gives up the dead of them. Death and hell gives up the dead with them, and, and, and they delivered. And they were judged, every man according to those works that he has done. They're going to stand before a holy God, sitting on a throne of judgment. We have seen the time God has cried and God has pleaded and God has begged. We've seen the time when Jesus said, Come, come, come. Now they're standing before this holy God. The Bible says, From whom the face of the earth and the heavens fled away. It said that there's no more compassion there. there. There's no more grace there. There's no more love. The only thing you'll find at that place is going to be the judgment of God for all that you've done. The Bible said he opened up the books. Now, there are a lot of debates on what these books are. You may have your idea on what these books are. I I can't honestly tell you what they are, but I'm going to give you my perception of what those books are. The Bible says he takes the tears of the saints and puts them into the bottle. That's pretty good record keeping. I I think that's pretty good record keeping there. So in my my personal opinion, don't say this because this is not in the book of God's book. This is just my thought. I believe that there's going to be one book opened up and every time you've heard the gospel. Every time the gospel was preached to you, it's going to be shown to you. It's going to be shown to you. And those that reject the gospel is standing there. You've heard the gospel on this date, you heard the gospel on this date, you heard the gospel on this date, and you rejected, you rejected, you rejected. You have no case. Judgment is be, be passed upon you. The lake of fire is your destination because you rejected. And I, I believe the other book there is the Bible. God's going to open up and says, see here, this is what I told you. This is what I said. Come, come. There's repentance. Come, come. You, you refused. You rejected. The lake of fire is your destination. And the other book is the Lamb's book of the life. Bible says whose name's not found in the Lamb's book of life shall be cast in the lake of fire which is the second death. I'm telling you, uh, your name might be there but you can walk away from God and God said, I'll scratch your name out. You better get your name in the Lamb's book of life and keep it there. They we so concerned of what people thinks about us. We don't want to be laughed at. We don't want to be mocked at. We should be more concerned with the laughter of God than we do the people of this world. Because when God laughs, ain't nothing funny. Turn ye at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known my words unto you. This call has come. Know me. And he's still making that call today. It's not time to give up. There's still time. And he's still giving the call today. Come. Come. Because when God laughs, ain't nothing funny. Amen.